At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and this is it. This is the end of the season, my friend. Um, it's funny, you know, just, just looking back, July 31st was our preview pod for this season. I mean, it's almost a year to complete this historic season. Mm. You know, there was a couple of things to get sorted out today. Very exciting final day of the Premier League season. The Champions League spots had to be finalised and the remaining two teams to, to be relegated was also sorted out today. Um, we'll get to them, um, but we will start at the top of the league table and the race for the Champions League. Leicester City against yeah. Man United. United prevailed 2-0, Rob. Um, job well done by Erdogan Solskjaer today and for the season in general. For the season in general, absolutely. I think, Rob, even if we just said, even at Project Restart, I mean, I know they had the momentum, but we weren't sure. I think at that point, Leicester were eight points ahead of Manchester United when, when we restarted. Um, but there has been a sense that United have been getting the momentum. There's a sense that, obviously, the Bruno Fernandes link has been a catalyst to a lot of good things. Paul Pogba coming back into the football club. In a strange way, the football hasn't been as sparkly in the last few games. I thought they controlled elements of the match without really exciting, didn't it? Times look as though they were that bothered about scoring because a draw would have been good enough. Um, but at the end of the day, Rob, it's about getting the job done. They've got the job done. They finished third in Champions League football. They can now take a view of the Europa League and whether Oli thinks that's something to worth pursuing through August. Or I personally think it's something he should be thinking about resting getting his team ready for the start of the new year. Yeah, I mean, big game today, you know, and mm. I think we said in, our, in the preview show today, Rob, that both this game and the Chelsea game, they were kind of dangerous, awkward opponents. Yeah. And Leicester City, I thought, played well, and Brennan mm. Rodgers said as such afterwards. Um, but United never really looked stretched, Rob, did they? It, was, no. it no. wasn't that much drama. Mm. It wasn't one of their silky performances, but I think no. at this point, who cares? Mm. Like, it, it does not matter... No. Um, what the game looked like today. Um, they'll benefit from from this run since restart. It's been really good, really positive. We know about Bruno Fernandes. Um, I think when you look forward about what the young players have developed this season, that's really important. Marcus Rashford, Anthony Martial has stepped mm -hmm. up when, you know, I wanted him to step up and show yeah. us that he could be the nine and be a all-round number nine. I think he's, there's been really good signs recently for that. Um, and Greenwood again. I mean, it's exciting times. They've got the job done. Yeah. It's got to mean, Rob, that if they are going to go for a Jaden Sancho or other yeah. big-time players, that, that Champions League football has to be a big pull. Mm. And, you know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he deserves credit. I mean, today was defining, Rob. It really was yeah. a big day for, for, mm -hmm. for him and Lampard to, to, to pull through in a big-game situation. He's done it. I mean, it's interesting, Rob, because it, people seem to, and I'm not saying you are there, but people seem to be a little bit, Skeptical, a bit slow to say Ollie deserves the, the credit when 
if most other managers had got them in the top four from where they started, I think we would say that's a job well done. And I think he deserves the credit like others would deserve the credit. He deserves now his couple of transfer windows to mould this team how he wants to mould this team. And we have to give him the time, yep. to give him the money, and then we'll see where Manchester United are. We've seen, and I've said, slivers of what Manchester United want to be and what Manchester United used to be, that front foot, attacking, forward threat, pacey, football team that can put you to the sword. We haven't seen that in the Van Gaal here. We didn't see that in the Jose here. We've seen glimpses of it with, with, with Oli. Now what Oli's got to show is that that can be who Manchester United are on a consistent basis. And my notes when I was doing my, my bit of research, Rob, when I was looking through the team, I thought, on good days when Manchester United got the best 11, they can go pretty much toe-to-toe with most teams in the league. Now, Liverpool and Man City might have different elements. But outside that top 11, Rob, we start going deep to like places 14, 15, 16 in a squad. They're nowhere near match the rest of, of, of um, the other top teams. Yeah, I, th- I think that's, that will be addressed, hopefully, in the window for their fans to get some new players in. Um, you know, when I look back on it, Rob, in trying to summarise it and, um, and to get to where they are right now, the pandemic has been, has been awful worldwide, mm. yeah. no question. But the break mm. that, that, that the virus gave all clubs and all teams yeah. really helped United or aided them getting important players fit again. Paul Pogba is an important player. Marcus Rashford is an important player. The break enabled them mm. to get fit, to get healthy, to get sharp, to get ready to play. Mm. Which, which made it exciting to see this team come back. Yeah. And I was really excited to see it. I remember saying it like, this is going to be fun to watch with this team with Bruno Fernandes and Pogba yeah. and those, those attacking players. That's been an important part of, 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 of producing the team they have today. Credit also for Mason Greenwood's development and yeah. Fargo Solskjaer has been very careful, Rob, hasn't he? You know, very mm. careful with him all season long. Feels now that he's that he's reliable enough for, for a run of games. His goals number, given the starts uh, he's had, is very, very good. 11 starts goals, before yeah. today, yeah. 10 goals. That's goal. really, really good. So it's exciting for the future. Mm. And he's organised it. And, and you know, I'm sure United fans now will wait to see what the ownership do, Rob, in terms yeah. of what money is going to be available. And of all the things that's been important to get to this point where United are, mm. it has been the thing that we talk about on every pod, Rob, recruitment and, and better signings, better characters, less risky, younger, more of a profile, of a hungry profile. Yeah. They want to prove themselves at United instead of coming as top players that can be sulky or, or just a riskier um, signing. So that's, that's yeah. been a real important part of this and to get to come where they are now. All the recent signings, really, Rob, have really done particularly well. Yeah. Bruno Fernandes yeah. is the headline player, but the Wambasakas and the Maguires and Dan James early on, you know, they, they've been good and, and there's a good spirit and a mentality about the team. Can we just start to think about, and I know we've just finished the team, but can we think about what success for United is next stage? I'm, I'm trying to sort of put it in and maybe Manchester United fans won't like the fast, but Jurgen Klopp did it at Liverpool. So there was a progression each year with players coming in, with better football, with getting close to things. And then they went close to when they, they should have won it with City and they won it. So if we're on those steps with Manchester United, they finished third this time, but 33 points behind the leaders. Is it about closing the gap, Rob? Is it about finishing third again, closing the gap? Maybe a domestic cup? Yeah. That's success. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I think, you know, sometimes... Listen, when, when this team 
place to its full capacity. Mm. You know, and, and we've seen that early weeks after the restart. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like mm. some of the technical football, some of the finishing, some of the speed, some of the counterattacks, some of the intricate football by Bruno Fernandes. You look at them and say, this, this team looks good enough yeah. to win a Premier League title. Of course, we've always said with that, that consistency from some of these players is still an if. Yeah. If Martial can be the man next season, if Greenwood mm. can keep developing, if yeah. Pogba really wants to beat United and keeps driving his game and has a big season, if Bruno Fernandes keeps yeah. the same, you know, there's too many ifs for me to, to be on this podcast and say, they've got a great chance of winning the Premier League. Yeah. No, they will close the gap. No. There will be progression development. It's just, it will take a monumental ju- jump of, yeah. of mentality, consistency of new recruitment in the summer to to win the Premier League next year. But listen, it takes time. We mm. talked about it on our show. Like Jurgen Klopp has had four years of, yeah. of steady, obvious, measurable improvement. Mm. And this is a path now that it looks like United are on. Um, we'll see what they do in the summer to make them even better. But lots of signs of encouragement. And you said it today on the show, Rob. Since Sir Alex Ferguson, this feels like the most optimistic United fans can be, or yeah. should be. I just want to ask a quick word before we move on at Leicester City because yeah. there's no doubt that's going to feel like disappointment. Majority of the season been in, in top three was second at one point in the league. I say there were eight points, I believe, ahead of United when we got to Project Restart. And I kind of feel like, of course, you're disappointed the Amnet meets the Champions League. I haven't been there so far. But if we think where we were at the start, where they finished, where Arsenal have finished, where Spurs are, there's... There's a lot of promise here at the football club. There's a good manager. There's some good young players who are getting, I'll say, will get better for the experience, who, who, who've come through a season, who on so missing out and being disappointed. Okay, how does that motivate you again? I don't think it's, it's, it's doom and gloom for Leicester. Leicester are a team who could disrupt the top six. They've done it. Yeah. They've done it, Rob. I'm looking at the table right now. If, you, if we, like, rewind the clock and look yeah. at a new table that has Leicester mm. City in fifth spot behind right behind Chelsea, just four yeah. points behind them, and of course ahead of Spurs and ahead of Arsenal. Oh, yeah. That's what their target was, and that mm. would have been a very optimistic target. Mm. I mean, I, I, I never thought that they could break into the top six this season. Um, and I know it's disappointing given, was it the 14-point lead over United? Yeah, at um, turn of the year, yeah. So, so you know, of course it, it would be disappointing for some, but as long as their main players can remain at the football club, Rob. And we yeah. know they've got so many good young players that are proven at a very high level that the biggest clubs in the country will be interested in those players. It's just whether the ownership, and, and, and I think we know the ownership's kind of um, feeling on this, is they'll do everything they can to keep these players. And they'll put massive numbers on Chirwell or Madison, whoever it is. That's the important part. Um, but but uh, Ben and Rogers done a very, very good job We'll want some more players to come in to try and help them to development. But but fifth place in the Premier League for this Leicester City team is blimming good, even though it feels a little bit disappointing. Um, just just an excellent finishing spot for them. Absolutely agree with you. Let, let's move to uh, Stamford Bridge because there was a big game there and laced with danger, I thought, Wolverhampton Wonders. Difficult team, well set up, good without the ball, can threaten with the ball, can score goals and counter-attack. So... I thought this was a game that's going to challenge Chelsea. 54 goals conceded for, for Frank, Frank Lampard's outfit, which he knows is too many. 
Um, they got hold of the game when they needed to at the right time. Two goals just before half-time gave them the, the, the comfort position they needed. And then it wasn't really that much in doubt. I just want to point to, Rob, because we've learned a lot about Frank in, the, in, the, in, this, in this last year. From the first day when we were at Old Trafford and, and we saw his team get beat 4-0 by Manchester United and we were a little bit like, you know, they were a bit naive. And, and then to where we are, where they finished, top four, got the Champions League spot. Big call with the goalkeeper today, Rob, that I think gives us a bit of an insight into the man and the manager who was Frank Lampard. So to drop Kepa and play Willy Caballero in such a big game when... To, they, they needed at least a draw to make sure they were in. That takes some cojones, as uh, Troy Deeney would say. Yeah, yeah it does. And um, it, it, I mean, it, it, if there's a, ever a, a time to, um, to, to, to put out there what he feels about Kepa, this mm. is it. This is, a big, this is as big a statement as you're going to see from any manager regarding important and key players. Mm. He's dropped in for this last and vital game in the yeah. goal. Yeah. It's a clean sheet. They mm. get the job done. Kepa, $93 million, the most expensive yeah. goalkeeper, at a good age of 25 years of age. Frank doesn't fancy him. Frank doesn't fancy him. And that's a big... Yeah. I mean... Does that, does that seem just a football decision to me? Because to be honest, Rob, I know at times a few things have gone past him and people, you know, it's easy now. Oh, we should have got that. But... It feels to me like it's more than football. It's more than just his, his performances haven't been great, but they've not been that bad, have they? So, that, so what you're hinting at is that around the dressing room, around the training ground, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, something. Not, he's not. It's something. Whether yeah. he's not a great yeah. pro, whether he's his personality is, is such like more than just just the football and just I'm just my sense of yeah. you know. Has he been that bad? That's what you're talking. Has he been that bad yeah. to drop him in a, in a, in a massive game like that? That's yeah. a, like you say, it's not just dropping him, it's making that statement in this game. He could have dropped him the game before if he wanted to drop him. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, remember we saw him in that game, Rob, where he wouldn't come off the field with under Sari, where, you know, he, trying to, you know, he was that little insight into his personality. And maybe he's, he's, a, he's a very headstrong, yeah. opinionated, mm -hmm. difficult player mm -hmm. to manage. But, but it's even so, when your club spend that amount of money, Rob, on a on a on a big position, a massive massive fee, and yeah. basically to say don't really fancy him. Yeah, that's a that's a big call, and I'm sure. Well, I don't know if I'm sure if whether the club, if he spoke to the club about it. Yeah, you've got the back end of the club, or does he have a back end? You're going to lose forty odd million, do million yeah. dollars if if you if you're going to try and get him out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and there's a big game coming up for, for Chelsea next week, weekend, which I think we already. I think I know the answer. I mean. Kepa doesn't start in the FA Cup, does he? Can't see it. Why, why would he? Mm. I mean, incredibly important game. Comes in, keeps a clean sheet. Yeah, and just one more game for, for Frank to talk to Kepa and say, you're not playing, mate. I mean, it's, and then who knows what's going to happen after that. So, big call. But to be fair, he's made big calls yeah. all season with yeah. all different players. Yeah. And I tell you, in terms of being impressed with Frank Lampard, I think the, his emotional energy... I think has fueled the team mm. all season long, Rob. I can't remember there being a period where they look flat. Or, yeah. you know, yeah. of course, if I had some bad days. Haven't turned up, haven't they? They had the odd days. We met. We had the odd day. United and we've seen but, a but never, We never discussed, like, oh, it looks a little bit, yeah. they struggle a little yeah. bit. He's not yeah. getting yeah. as no, much mean, yeah. So he's kept that motivation. That's, yeah. that's like energy for the job, hasn't it? It's like he's enjoyed yes, the job. Yeah. Um, and that's helped him. And, 
for mm. playing these young players and seeing them develop again. Big calls to play Mason Mount to keep playing mm. him, and Mount, as the other young players, have repaid his faith with great uh, performances, consistent performances, and may have saved the club millions in certain positions. Now we know he's got Ziet coming in. Yeah. And Timo Werner and maybe Kai That's Havertz. Okay, yeah, yeah. That gives a very juicy looking front line with Giroud and Tommy Abraham and Christian Pulisic. Um, but it defence out, my friend. We need to sort yeah. the defence out. If he, I mean, if he, if he's going to go yeah. where he wants to go, and if this team are going to push on, he's, you know, yeah. he's, you know, over the years you've got to get that that defence on. That that is is an issue. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk some more Chelsea after. Yeah. I think yeah, final, which is next, final. Yeah. next Saturday, and we'll do a pod. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a pod on the mm-hmm. on the back of that game, just to yeah. kind of go over the cup final and a few other things that we're going to talk about. But mm-hmm. no, full marks to Frank Lampard. I had him out of my top four. We didn't do our, we didn't go back and revisit our um, prediction. No, we can have there. a look at that. We can have a look at that. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you right now, I'll own up, but I didn't have Chelsea in the top four. So yeah. I mean, well I done, very, very well done, and, and his yeah. first kind of very you know, good. First season in charge, and made some big decisions. Not been afraid to, to to call people out. Even even the little video with with the clock stuff and that. It's part of me that's like, as a young coach, okay, the language yeah. and maybe the thing, but yeah. sticking up for what he believes, sticking up for his football club. Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah, I, I like I like real Frank. Like, yeah. like, you know, there's a lot of kind of God. There's so many managers that just mm-hmm. minimal interaction yeah. with the yeah. media. Yeah, uh, I mean. I guess it's like a player, Robin. It's a little war yeah. as a manager. Mm. And, Frank, and um, Jurgen Klopp has said, like, you know, yeah. it's okay to throw inserts, you know, in, insults when the game's going on, when the game finishes. Yeah, you got to It should stop. But it didn't yeah. stop. But he's yeah. going to have to learn from that. And maybe Klopp's right. Yeah, he that. might look back at that in 10 yeah. years' time and go, oh, I was a bit raw. But do you know what? That's part of him earning his stripes, learning his way in the trade and, 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 and good times. So, yeah, great start yeah. for Frank. First season, FA Cup. We'll talk about them, them next week. Obviously, yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's move it down to the other end of the table, my friend, where the real interesting business was taking place. So, of... A million permutations. Aston Villa was sitting slightly prettier than, than everybody else. Uh, knew if they won, they're safe. Watford needed other results to, to go their way in, in Villa to lose, or to better Villa's result. Yeah, them. better Villa's result, yeah. Bournemouth basically had to win and hope the other two basically lost to give them a chance. So it was always slightly to Villa's advantage. And 
in the end, Rob, they, they did enough. It, it nil-nil, we're thinking it could go either way. If West Ham scored, they're bang in trouble. And then of all players, of all the times, Jackie Grealish, the local boy, the captain comes up, scores a magnificent goal. It just gives them breathing room then. They know even then if they concede one, which they end up doing, they did, yeah. they're in pole position and, and it's yeah. still going to be for them. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, mean I, I think we both really enjoy the fight to avoid relegation because we've been there and we've lived it. And I think Villa's particularly interesting, not only because, you know, I played with Dean Smith and I know him you know, obviously very well, but just, just Villa as a club. And if there's one thing, the spirit remained, Rob, with this team. Yeah. Through. The yeah, belief yeah. remained. Yeah. We both talked about how Dean Smith has kept on an even mm. keel and kept his emotions in check and continued to believe in the, in the team. Mm. He keeps saying it, and he's right to say it, Rob. There's a lot of talk about how much money they've spent and how yeah. many new players came in, but it is right. They did need a lot of players. A lot of loan players went back. A lot of, a lot of players' contracts were finishing. They needed to bring a lot of players in, which they did. I just didn't know whether it could work out. So many new players coming in. We've seen others try this and, and yeah. fail, and they were close to doing that, but he's pulled it together. And the mm-hmm. team, even though there's so many new, a lot of new players, Rob, the team didn't really change that much. The, the, yeah, the 11 was yeah. pretty similar. Yeah. And I've got to say, we know that he said it himself, Dean Smith, that the ownership, yeah. a, a couple of yeah, billion they're people, they're, they're going to go yeah. again with money and they're going to buy a lot more players again. And you've got to think now, Given this year and the benefits of staying there and the players learning and getting used to the, the level, mm. they should be okay. I just hope, going back to Jack Grealish, yeah. I hope he stays with the club. Right? Yeah, can he give it one more year? Could, could he be the one more year? Yeah. Like, I'll give it another go. You yeah, know, what is he, 24? He's 24. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to happen next season, does it? I mean, listen, if a really enticing opportunity comes in, He's going to want to look at that at the stage of his career and go, I've got to do it. But yeah. I'd love to see him have one more year with the club. I think he's been a really good captain. I think it's meant something to him. It's interesting that we talked about, um, he said during the lockdown, they had Zoom conversations, talked about the team defending, individual defending. And it was interesting, he said, since we've come back, I've not quite been as sharp as I was. My goals have not been, I've not been as an attacking but yeah. my mind's been on making sure the team defend well and keep with each And I thought that was very giving for a young guy who's yeah, and, and look what it's all meant. about the skill and the things, but he was 100% right. Yeah, I mean, look what it's, look what it's done. And, and fair play. Again, I think we spoke on the pod around that time, Rob, that the managers that prepared well during this really strange time, yeah, yeah. where as a manager you can do very little yeah. or you can do a lot. Yeah. You know, with, with, with Zoom sessions and video sessions and, yeah. and team sessions. And I know Dean Smith watched all the games again. And, and, and credit, full credit for, yeah. for improving yeah. the defensive abilities of the team. And that's been, in the last four games, they conceded two goals. Beat Palace 2-0, yeah. Yeah. Everton 1-1, beat Arsenal 1-0, and this game 1-1. So that, you know, as, as well as important players stepping up, particularly the midfield players, um, that defensive thing's helped it. And, and they've stayed in the division. I'm so pleased for him as one of the nicest guys I, I, I met and I played with um, in all my time playing. Uh, and what, what a good guy and what an amazing job, Rob, they've done. And, and the Villa fans, just, it's just a blimmin' shame. Yeah. Those Villa fans yeah. that love him, have, yeah. you know, I'm sure they've enjoyed it at home, but different to being at, at Villa Park or the whole end when you know, some of the, the, the recent performances will have got the place bouncing. Well, do you know what I was thinking about the fans? And you talked today, and obviously they were away on the last game, but I was thinking, like, 
how bad would it have been for Villa to have gone down? And, you know, some of those fans the last game would have been in the Premier League. Yeah. And the next time they're going to go in the stadium, they'll be in the Championship. Yeah. Like you, uh, yeah. you got robbed of half of a season. It would have been awful not yeah. to be around it. So I'm yeah. so pleased with the football club. We know yeah. well. We know the kind of support we have. It brings something. It brings an element and another element to, to the Premier yeah. League. And well done, Dean Smith and his group of players. Because they were in trouble, Rob. They were one of those yeah. teams, you know, were in the bottom three when we got back. And somehow, a uh, good run of form of late. It's 10, or, 10 points or something from the last 12 available. And, and they got the job done. We've got, we got to rethink as well. Oh, you know, when we, we often sort of think about teams getting relegated, we look at the strikers. Yeah. You know, you've, got, you've got to have strikers that's going to get 10 goals. Yeah, striker, has it? They, they, they haven't had that at all. I know. What they've had is, is midfield players, both mm. central ones and wide ones, that have chipped in. By the three. way, you go, and get a te- you go and get 10 or 15 goal striker, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. got to be a priority. Wesley hasn't, yeah. hasn't really worked. Samata doesn't look like he's got a goal in him. Go, you know, that's where you've got to spend serious money. Go and get one who you know. Yeah, Danny Ings, yeah, exactly. Going, going from a good story, Rob, <laughs> let's go to a bad story. Let's go to Watford. We'll end with Bournemouth because that's yeah. slightly different. Yeah. How much has Gino Pozzo messed up this season? Mm. I don't want to say the club, that's a little harsh, but, but his involvement... The, the players getting used to yeah. different managers, different ideas, different sele- uh, selections, different systems. Yeah. We know he's involved type. We know he fires coaches when you wouldn't expect it. But yeah. this season, he's dub- been double this busy. Another, this is another lab. This is another lab. And this is a this is club now. Stand back many many years, maybe. I think I said it before, and if I didn't, or if I've excuse me, it smacks of arrogance. It smacks of being out of touch. It smacks of being insensitive. It smacks of a guy who saw a football club who were out at the bottom three, who probably looked around and thought, we've got enough here to stay out. I'll sack him. And you know what, Rob? Good riddance to you back in the championship. Enjoy it. And let's see what, how you do then. And see what... Because the, the, the position is... I'll look at it, Rob. Eh? If I go down... If Nigel Pearson would give me hope. If I'm playing for Nigel Pearson, one, he's been there. Two, the way he conducts himself. And, Never and, been relegated. And, and be, yeah, and, and his leadership qualities, I think I have a chance. That's all he can do going into the last day if you're in that situation. But to sack him, knowing that if you go down to the championship, he's a guy who can get you out of that league as well. There's some people who ain't really set up to play, work in the championship. I'm sure if Jose Mourinho ever took a team, I'm not quite sure he's going to build a team to get out of the championship. Nigel Pearson will get his hands dirty and build you a team that can get out. Yeah. So there's no sort of foresight or thought to it. And you know what? I just think if you're prepared to make that kind of decision on a whim, you deserve what you got. You're right. I mean, you talk about the arrogance uh, and you could also talk about you don't know football as much as you think you know yeah, football. Yeah. How, about leaving, how about leaving it to the professionals mm. yeah. in key, key decisions? Because they do that, to be fair. Yeah. The family yeah. and his close advisors, they decide on all the players. The manager has little to no say and who comes into that football club and you know there's been good players Rob and and Jared De La Feu has been a yeah. huge mm-hmm. miss mm-hmm. with his long-term injury a huge miss this season so he's bought they've, they've done uh, managed good recruitment but just deciding on hiring and firing so quickly a whim almost yeah has really hurt them and I I, I don't know what, what to think of next I, season I worry for I worry Rob well I, 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 quite the aging group 
Yeah, but they are. Are you, you going to look forward to the championship? How many Watford players are going to look forward to a year in the championship? I think there could be big turnover of players. Yeah. And yeah. they've done it before, Rob. They've gone into that club. Well, turnover, they might. But hey, you've got to go and get the right guy. Which they, yeah, as a manager and pick the right players. I mean, yeah. All I'm saying is they've done it before. Went into this football club in, a, in an awful period, mm. financially difficult, and they yeah. got them into the Premier League and they've been there, was it five seasons? Yeah. Not sure what the number is. Actually, yeah, it's my four or five seasons. Like that. But, but, um, so very different times, very different money, very different yeah. situation. I, I'm, I'm a little worried. And, and I think there's a few players down there who will feel, some quite rightly, that they're, they're too good for the championship. Yeah, maybe. maybe. That, that's up to... I'm not saying he's going to be one of them, I'm too good for this, like in an arrogant way. But his ability is more suited to Premier League than Championship. And if I'm a, if I'm a Premier League old pl- manager and I think I can get Saul for right money, I'm going to have a little nibble at him. Yeah, yeah I think be, uh, I think he, he mainly would be the guy that, that people might come and get. Deeney will be up for a, chi- a fight in the Championship. Yeah. championship. Yeah. And, and some others. I just think there'll be a lot of turnover. I think there will be. And he'll try and go again. Now he goes to work, Gina Pozzo. Yeah, really well, we'll work. see. Yeah, you've yeah. sacked the guy now, now we'll see. Knowing him, he'll appoint Nigel Pearson as the manager to get well, him out of there. Nothing surprised you with that. Yeah. who knows? Let's who talk knows. about the, the, maybe the saddest story in some respect when, when we talk about a young English coach with a bright future. It was not that long ago being talked as a possible England manager. Um, Eddie Howe in Bournemouth. Um, ran out of time, ran out of luck, but just ran out of, of opportunity, really. I mean, he bought something very bright, very smart to the league. He was a great philosophy on the way he wanted to play. I kind of felt, I think I said when, when we had, had a little summing up, as though somewhere his philosophy, he got too stuck to his philosophy and lost sight of points, in my view. Well, they were playing out the back a few games, Rob. They got, I remember the Newcastle game, which was a huge game, they got beat 4-0. They give two goals away in the first 20 minutes of the game, playing out the back, or playing without security out the back, where I'm going, come on, Eddie, you can't, you can't keep doing this and think you're going to get away with it. And then at the other end of the pitch, Callum Wilson couldn't find a goal. Which I, which I think will be the main reason. He, he would probably say, listen, we're not changing our philosophy. Yeah, And normally, Rob, what we've seen from Bournemouth is that the attacking player and the front players do well enough yeah. Trouble, to yeah. offset mm. mistakes made from playing out for the back. It's like, you know, it's risk and reward. And for the most part, the, the, the way of doing that has led to goals yeah. to be enough points to stay in it. I'll ask you a bit of a question just on that then, just before we move, because I think it's important. If you start, if you're working with a group of back four, and this is where I saw a team that started to lose a bit of confidence, and we know what that's like, be a little bit nervous out the back, so it's not as smart and as slick. If you're seeing that, Rob, and then you're not, you're seeing your forwards not scoring as much. Callum Wilson went on a six, seven games, couldn't couldn't find a goal. Are you not just then adjusting it as a coach, mm. or you you sticking to what you say? And surely you have got to start saying, oh, hold on, we've, we've got to be a little bit more cautious. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Rob. I think I think yeah, I think. I mean, for me, that would be a natural reaction to adjust. And to, to start grinding a little bit. And let's get yeah. back to basics yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Before we can yeah. be expansive. Nil, nils and and he, he's nil. never... Maybe a couple of games, Rob. We've seen a lot of the games. Just say he's never done that or he won't do that. Is that a little bit like... Not, and it's not as, as big a pun. Is it a little bit pet-like? I don't have to worry about defending because... Is, is it a bit... Is that a little bit... I wouldn't say weakness because that, that would yeah. be... Yeah. It, the, only thing I, the only thing I'd say, Rob, and maybe he would say is that the yeah. club... 
the team has been built on this philosophy. It's been there yeah. many years now, Rob. All the recruitment is based on we're going to get the ball. Having possession of the we're ball. We're going to have possession. Yeah. So yeah. to all quickly change that with the players, David Brooks and Junus Stanislas and Josh King and, and some of the attacking players that they've got, the creative mm-hmm. players they've got, he maybe felt that it was never going to be a successful strategy. But, but I agree with you. At some point, surely... You got to think. Let's just try and grind a little yeah. bit. Get some, Long get down. some results. Get some yeah. points. I mean, it always is so tight at the bottom. Yeah. Just, just you know. I mean, what was it? Point. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a point. They went down by a point. You know, Villa got thirty-five. Yeah. So, I, I, another question for you, Rob. Just, just in terms of him as a manager, right? And we, yeah. we've spent many times, particularly yeah. me, really thinking this is a smart young English coach that yeah. is ready to go to the next level in the Premier yeah. League. Yeah. Is, it a, is it a warning sign to other managers, maybe Sean Dyche, that at some point you have got to move? That every manager, yeah. Rob, at every yeah. club, mm. however good they are, is going to yeah. fail at some yeah. point. Well, yeah, gonna, it's, 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 there's a natural cycle. There's a cycle. Is there a time where he should move on? And it's, it's a Pochettino effect. It's first, it, there yeah. might become a point where it becomes too familiar. They get used to you, you get used to them. And it, it happens and with everybody. Just naturally needs to change. It doesn't because I, I think the back testers in, in the show about Eddie Howe. I still think Eddie Howe's a Premier League manager. Yeah, been given another job. And do you know what? In a, in a very perverse way, I think he'll learn a bit from this, and he might come back a stronger, yeah. better coach for this yeah. little experience yeah. and know a little bit more what to do in those situations. See the warning signs a little bit more. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. And I want to go on record as. I don't think his backroom staff is strong enough. I think he's yeah. got mates there who he's had along the way. He needs to go and challenge himself with somebody who sees it differently. He says, no, Eddie, it's not always heads. Think about tails. No, Eddie, let's, I know we're great attacking, but what yeah. about our security in the middle? Just wanting yeah. to take stock of himself. And that's what he might need to do, like supposedly Jose did. Step out a little bit, mm. have six months, go and see some teams, go and think about your team, and come back again. Another thing, Rob, I, I looked at today as well, and it's the sort of day that you are going to get this sort of thing. I, I felt in some way, of course, incredibly sorry for Eddie Howe is he almost broke down. Yeah. He almost yeah. broke down in tears. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we sometimes get a little clouded by the demeanour of a manager, Rob, and, and, and what's going on behind that exterior. Yeah. And the thing that we'd say, Eddie Howe, and to be fair, maybe you've been stronger than I have about, Show me some emotion, Eddie. You know, get, yeah. get angry or, yeah. or do something. Yeah, yeah. I think when you see him there almost breaking down in his interview, what it means to him, he loves yeah. his club with every cell in his body. Mm. But just to see him kind of quivering a little bit today was like, wow, this is what it means. Yeah. This is what this club means to him. This is what, yeah. to be a Premier League manager and, and to be relegated. And I, and I know, I've been there and I've yeah. quivered. And I've seen my teammates cry being relegated on the last yeah. day of the season at Leeds in, in, in 97. Uh, and I just thought that was like a powerful moment, actually, yeah. Rob, of, of Eddie Howe, like finally the realization that this ride in the Premier League is is over. Mm. And, and you're hundred percent right in, in the relegation. And, and as as I was watching him today, I was thinking about my little old Wimbledon team, Rob, which were a kind of hybrid of, of Bournemouth. Didn't play the same football or philosophy. A small club. We had a different, you know, we had a certain pace structure. We weren't no big stars, but we kind of held our own for, for so many years. And I just thought, you know, the Premier League needs little clubs like Bournemouth to come yeah. in and, and, and fight the way. Um, but I just hope Eddie 
takes his time. I know that there's going to be a meeting between him and, and the ownership. He said whether they stayed up or not, that was going to happen. Be interesting how that conversation goes. He looked, he did. You, you're right. He, he took it personal. He looked a little bit broken, as if like he'd give it everything. His, his yeah. biggest thing. He feel almost feels like he's let the people of Bournemouth down. Yeah, yeah. And and, and that's such a shame. But. You, know, shouldn't, you shouldn't think like that, Rob. In a big, no, it's been brilliant. You know, brilliant. Take it from the fourth tier to the Premier League oh, like that brilliant. is stunning for a club the size of Bournemouth. Yeah, and there'd be big shoes to fill if he did decide that it, that it was his time. But yeah. we'll see how that one pans out over the next sort of six weeks, mate, before we, we get back to, to it all again. But um, mm. unfortunately, Bournemouth mm. and Watford are going to have a season away from us down the Championship. We'll, we'll keep our eye on how they go. Mm. Just before we, we, we close up, mate. We needed to tip our hat to a certain uh, little magician who, who left the stage today, um, David Silver, 10 years um, at, at um, Manchester City, won 11 uh, titles there, was, was, was one, I think was in it at the start, was an integral part of, of what the success at Manchester City. Yo-Yo Toure, Vincent Company, David Silver and Sergio Aguero were the four pillars that started. Yeah. And um, David Silva is bowed out now, only Aguero's last. But uh, a little emotional, and you could see he was trying for his goal, and he, he's, he's just been a wonderful servant and, and just a different. And, and, and I think I said to Bex today that forget power, pace, and all the things you know that, that we saw in midfield. He, he, was, he was just an artist, one of them natural footballers, lovely left foot, sees, yeah. can see a pass in that, can play around you. You know, and, and would have. I remember Pep saying he has the ball in any situation off a teammate, he, he'll get you out of trouble. Yeah, I, I, mean, I remember, I go way back, I covered the La Liga many years ago and watched him play for Valencia, Rob. Mm. And I mean, just, just fantastic, of course, back then. I think David Villa was in the side, a really good Valencia team. Was Unai Emery manager there? I can't Rapper, remember. Unai Emery. Yeah, but maybe somebody before him. Uh, but anyway, a good yeah. Valencia side. Uh, and to watch him, and you're right, of course, the technical stuff. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty obvious. But I, as I said in the show today, it's not just that. He's got a bit of fire in him, which you have to, have to have to be mm-hmm. as consistent and to be as reliable and to win as much as he's done. A little fire, a little toughy. You know, he gets, he'll, get, he'll get cheesed off and give you a little bit of, you know, he'll give you a bit of stick back if he gets it. Um, but, but in terms of a consistent performer, of all the, from our time of playing and watching to, to now, has there been a more consistent technical mm. midfield player that produces great numbers every year in, is there, I want to say in top flight. I mean, are we at that well, sort of level? Is what Meza Ozil should be, isn't he? Is that exactly what Meza Ozil should be? Is there any other, so Rob, that spring to mind about being consistently technically superb yeah yeah I mean De Bruyne now is is on that same path but yeah. before that it's just that he's a very he's kind of an un, you know Unique, England, yeah, there's not many in that mould is there that, that do what so England thought. national team would, would kill yeah a player oh, like yeah. David Silva yeah. just to knit oh, things yeah. together like he does for Spain and you know Spain have made him in abundance haven't yeah. they that's the problem they, they've yeah. got the copyright on him he was, he was what Jackie Wilshire was supposed to be, wasn't he, for us? And, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got a Champions League to go, mate. I mean, yeah. you know, they're still in with that. And, and David Silva's going to be involved in that. And it could still be a very special season yeah. for Manchester City. And David yeah, Silva's going to continue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, the last we've seen of him in the Premier League, and, and it is a shame. And it's been a pleasure watching him for the 10 years. And uh, just thought it was right to, to tip yeah. our hat to him, mate. But yeah. um, I think, Mr. Musto, nearly a year on, we have finally come to the end of a Premier League season. I mean, Project Restart, June the 17th, I've got to be honest, I was a little apprehensive what 
was coming, what might happen, what was going on in the world. And I've got to be honest, we get to July the 26th today and it's been, it's been some ride, but it's been a great ride. It's been safe. I think it's helped people out of some difficult situations. Football has played a huge part in communities and social issues and players standing up and, and saying their part. It's been... Um, football can, it's, it's done a lot of good, I think, in the last few months. Yeah, and, and the Premier League, I think, does, you know, deserve a lot of credit for carefully reintroducing the league uh, to, the, to everybody, to yeah. working with the government, of course, that was the most important thing about safety issues. Zero positive tests on the last um, bunch of testing. Mm. A very safe environment. Um, and just really well done. The rule changes that would be brought in sensibly. Yeah. No neutral venues. I really thought was important to, to, to maintain the integrity of this season. No aspects yeah. for yeah, me. Yeah. A very different season. And, and, of course, the big break was incredibly different. Um, but, but nothing else. You know, it's, it's done well done. To the... Yeah. To the to the trophy lift of Liverpool. Trophy lift, yeah, it was, was no fans there. Yeah. I'm not seeing how, how it could have been done much better. So, of course, oh, Bundesliga yeah. showed England and, and the rest of Europe the way in terms of getting yeah. back safely, which was a big conference boost to um, to the Premier League. But well done, the Premier League, and um, what a season it has been, and, and very long. Um, mm. And I got to say, lots of surprises in terms of performances from Arsenal yeah. to Spurs yeah. to relegated to staying up to Newcastle United to Brighton to. It's just been a, a very difficult oh, season to, to, in some ways, understand with some of the results, some of the finishing positions. And it was some Championship Sunday, my friend, as we got to the end of, I think, the longest ever Premier League season we've had to date. Yeah. At the top, United and Chelsea get their business done. They get Champions League football. At the other end, Villa survived. Bournemouth and Watford, they're going to have a year in the Championship. Look out for our next podcast. That's going to be sometime next week after the FA Cup final with Chelsea play take on Arsenal in an all-London affair. And then that week, we'll also do our two Robbies Awards, mate. Those are the big, prestigious awards that everybody in football is looking for. So we'll go Correct. to our two Robbies. Might even try and see if Lady Lowe's around and, and drag her into some of, some of those awards if we can. Yeah. But for the final time this year, mate, in the Premier League 2019-2020 season, I'm going to buy you a beer. Let's do it. Afternoon. So let's do it. I'm Earl. He's going <laughs> to together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe and be healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.